Alrighty, hello everybody. Welcome back to Relevant, the podcast that aims to make Jesus Christ more real and relevant to your everyday. Um, if you're new around here, welcome. Yay. <laughs> I'm Ella. And I'm Amelia. I know we've had some new people join us, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And we were just talking about everyone who's like reached out to us recently and sent us DMs. And we will have you know that I at least screenshot them and take out your names and send them to my parents. <laughs> so just know. No, seriously. We are so grateful. Yeah, they mean the world to us and like all the reviews and just everything. Yeah, all joking aside, it definitely makes me want to cry every time. Yeah, so literally. We read them all and so yeah. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, today I'm super excited uh, because we get to talk about the deliverer. Yeah. And I I'm not gonna lie, this one was pretty cool. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was really, really good. Yeah. Also I forgot to ask you if you have a story. I do. Oh god. <laughs> Oh my gosh, do I have a story? Are you ready for this? Uh Okay, so as missionaries, um, I feel like two things kind of happen sometimes. Sometimes you are talking to these people and you hear a story that you feel like you really shouldn't be hearing, and then you also uh don't really know how to respond to. Uh You know what I mean? So I wanted to share one of those. Okay, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> names censored. But we were teaching this, well, we were visiting one of the people that we would check in a lot on was our friend who um, had been baptized a few years earlier, and mm-hmm. he was just going through it. Um, mm-hmm. He had just been re-diagnosed with cancer, and his wife was kind of abusive and was leaving him. Like, he loved oh her anyway, gosh. but she was kind of stepping out. So we heard about this and we said, oh, we need some cookies. So Uh we whipped up some cookies and we ran over and we were talking to him on the doorstep. And I was just so impressed by how, I mean, when we would do these calls with him, we would also like call and check in and read scriptures a few times a week just to kind of get his spirits up. And he was so faithful, like just so full of hope and Like, wasn't scared about the future at all, which Mm -hmm. was just mind-blowing. So we're at the doorstep, and I'm like, how how are you not mad at God? How are you not furious? When did you have this coming to Jesus moment? Because I'm just stepping into your story. I don't – I wasn't there when you decided to be baptized. Like, tell us a little bit about it. And he told us this story that I was like – I'll just tell it. So he said (laughs) – I can't remember at what point this was in his life, like if it was teenage years or I really were like a year before his baptism. But he was saying there was one day where he was outside. I don't know. It was like in front of a building or something. (laughs) And he got in this fight with this man. Like this man came up to him and I don't know who started, but they started getting in this fight and they started hitting each other pretty hard. Terrifying. And so this guy starts really hitting him. He starts really hitting this guy and blood starts coming out and he hits this guy so hard. The guy falls and smashes his head against the curb. And so our friend starts freaking out a little bit and like goes over to this guy, tries to help him out, starts getting blood, gets blood all over his shirt, all over his hands. Like his hands are just like sopping wet so uh, by this point someone had called the cops so then ambulance comes the cops come and the cops pronounce this guy dead 
and line everybody up. They're like, we what? need to figure we need to figure out who did this. And our friend is standing in line and he's like, I I did not mean to kill someone tonight. Mm-hmm. And I did not mean like I, I didn't e- I I didn't even want to hurt this person, you know? Like it wasn't my and then he started hitting me and so I started hitting back. And he's starting to he's looking at his hands or just he's the only one who has blood all over him. Yeah. And he just starts thinking about his life how it's gonna be gone how he's gonna go to prison forever and Mm he has this girl that he like it's just yeah it's over you know yeah and so and i kind of want everyone to just think for literally take five seconds and think be put yourself in that situation as if you were going to jail for like the rest of your life for manslaughter you know yeah and so he starts praying for, like, one of the first times, like, God, I didn't mean for this to happen. Like, I don't, if you're real, like, I need, I need you to get me out of this. Mm-hmm. And he says the cops go by everyone and they look at his hands and it was as if they didn't even see blood. Like, it was mm-hmm. as if they didn't see anything at all. And they said, you can go. And he leaves and he's still covered in blood, but for whatever reason, they didn't. I don't know. And yeah. so then, anyway, we, he, like, wraps up the story and we're kind of silent. It's kind of like a lose-lose because we can't just be like, yay, someone innocent went to jail. But we also can't be like, I don't think that was a spiritual experience. You know, so we're yeah. just like, enjoy your cookies, however, things are okay. And then we just kind of leave. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But anyway, so he tells that story. Um, and I love him so much and I hope he's doing well. He's actually super great and super spiritual but anyway um (laughs) um that moment where i don't know i kind of asked you to think about you as that person who was about to go to jail forever that kind of horror in your soul then like imagining the minute when you hear someone else is taking your spot like the police picked Mm. another person and how that other person results in your delivery and just like you're free like everything that you saw in your future that was going to be taken away you still have now Mm -hmm. and i just feel like the savior is not just someone who is willingly taken that would have been amazing you know to deliver us but it was someone who stepped forward who wanted this and just that feeling of relief that you felt putting yourself in our friend's position, multiplying it by a million is what we feel really thinking about our savior, or at least I should feel way more often than I do. Cause yeah. he didn't just deliver me from the rest of my life in jail. He delivered me from billions, literally eternity of pain, of paying for my own dumb decisions in a way that's so painful yeah. and endless and like, that is who we're talking about when we say deliverer, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy, <laughs> is that dude. insane? Yeah. I need to check on Homeboy. Make sure yeah. he's he's doing good. Yeah, holy cow. That was a while ago, but. That's super cool, though. I feel like that just, like, puts it into a really good perspective. Like. Yeah. Like, that's literally what he does for us. Yeah. And, but even more. Yeah. And we don't deserve it. The blood is on our hands. Like, yeah. we're covered in it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So, I have, like, a long thing. Oh, good. But, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I was thinking about 
the word delivery yeah in my mind immediately went to amazon like <laughs> yeah uh, you know like yeah you buy something and then it's gonna be delivered to you yeah and i was thinking about that and i think um there's a verse in psalms 18 48 it says he delivereth me from mine enemies yea thou liftest me up above those that rise up against me um, and so I kind of realized that the word deliver means to move from one place to another. Mm. And I don't know why, but I just like really am drawn to that idea of just like being moved and like yeah. moving somewhere. Yeah. And so it reminded me of this talk that someone gave on while I was on my mission to like all the missionaries. Yeah. And part of it, um, she was talking about the nature of God, and um, one thing that she said is that in the Doctrine and Covenants, we learn that God the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, have a body of flesh and bones as tangible as man's. And so, because they are tangible, it's kind of also implies that they're touchable, or that, like, they can be touched by us yeah and if you think of like a parent and a child the if like the child is crying the parent yeah. is moved to help them yeah you know yeah and so i decided to look try to find some scriptures of jesus christ and god being moved to help us yeah. in this way so um, the first one, I don't, I think this is in the Book of Mormon somewhere. I didn't write down the reference, but it says, when we are weary, he waketh morning by morning. So, like, he's, he's in it with us. Isaiah 43, 2, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And then later in verse 5, it says, fear not, for I am with thee. I bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. Alma 7:12 says, and he will take upon him death that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people and we will, he will take upon him their infirmities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to succor his people according to their infirmities. And the word succor means to run to someone's aid, right? Like, yeah. he's he's not just, like, moving to us. He's literally running to us yeah. to help us. And there are a lot of other ones, but I just, like... I just think it's so cool that Christ can take us wherever we're at and deliver us to some place that's greater. Oh my gosh. Okay, the fact that I feel like a lot of the time we focus so much on what Christ is delivering us from. And mm. I totally get why all the scriptures say deliver us from evil, deliver us from sin. But, like, what you were talking about with an Amazon package, it has the stamp of from, but the two is just as important. And yeah. you just, it's cool to think about where Christ is delivering us to. He's delivering us to Heavenly Mother, Heavenly Father. He's delivering us to, I don't know, endless yeah. memories and happy yeah, moments. He's, yeah, he's taking us, he literally can take us from hell to heaven. He can take us from, um, sin to purity or from confusion to clarity yeah or turmoil to peace like there's just like whatever situation you're in whatever heartache or hard thing you're struggling with 
Christ can take you to a place that's more eternal. Yeah. And he's taking you to it in the moment, like, right now. Yeah. I think when I listen to a lot of these podcasts or general conference talks, I get super hyped up and motivated. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, but how do I actually... They got me so excited to talk to Jesus, but literally, how do I do it now? Yeah. But I think... I don't know. One thing that's kind of changed my focus a lot is just believing that he already is, you know? Yeah. Being like, like you're in this conversation is him taking us to heaven, you know? Like we, in any given moment, we're on the train already and it's already moving. You know, that's what covenants are is getting on the train. So yeah, you're everyone listening is you're literally doing it. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, and I, I kind of, like kind of looked into this too because I wanted to know how we prepare ourselves to be delivered Mm. like if we feel like we're someplace and we need to be somewhere else how like what do we do tell me so I turned to Mosiah 24 which is a chapter in the Book of Mormon where um there's a group of people that are in bondage the Nephites are in bondage stop I literally just had that (gasps) yeah okay oh my gosh okay I love okay so these people are in a lot of bondage and they need to be delivered. They're, it's like a crazy example, but, um, so how do we prepare to be moved or to be delivered? The first thing I found was they cried mightily to God and they poured out their hearts to him. Mm. So first we have to ask, um, the second thing it says that they lift or Christ says, lift up your heads and be of good comfort for I know of the covenant which ye have made unto me. So just like you said, like with covenants, if we're honoring our covenants, then he's going to fulfill his end. Um, the third thing says, they did submit cheerfully and with patience to all the will of the Lord. And sometimes it's hard to submit cheerfully, but I think, <laughs> I think it's really important that we have to be willing to do whatever he wants us to you know like we have to be willing to follow his will otherwise he's not going to move us to wherever he wants us to go yeah and then the last thing um it says and it came to pass that so great was their faith and their patience that the voice of the lord came unto them again saying be of good comfort for on the morrow i will deliver you out of bondage so it was because of their faith and their patience or their trust in God that he was like, okay, now you're ready. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. Me too. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> we hope you all have a um, great week. And reach out to us. Is reach out to us if there's anything that you could use hearing about or anything that you want us to bounce ideas off of um we're here to talk about jesus and Mm -hmm. make that easy and relevant for you so i love you so much have a great week okay bye. bye